Tuesday morning, my friends. I just have to tell you, it's so humbling. Sometimes I get the tears. It's crazy to say it, but the feedback that I'm getting is not normal. It's all Hashem. It's all Siata Deshmaya. Some person just told me that, you know, you introduced me to my father. I thought I didn't have a father. I thought Hashem didn't love me. She got a raw deal, divorced with many children, and over a year or two, she's listening, learning with us, she applied it, and I could just tell you, you don't know me, and I don't know you, I don't speak to women but directly, but I also had a divorced home, I saw it all, we had nothing, I saw Hashem's hand my whole life, and the reason we keep banging in the, the, the foundation, my friend, of Ain On Vilevado is because we had no one to go to, it just, that's the way it was. Right? No uncle, no brother, no father, zero. There was no one for my mother and I and my two siblings to go to. And we had a retail store in Manhattan, etc. And we really just have to look to Hashem. And I look back and I said, Hashem, why wow, you taught me a lesson. I'm going back uh, 35, 40 years ago. But the thing is that when you live with Hashem only, then that's a Baal Then you will come with the Menuchat nefesh. So in a regular situation, the Pasuk says, Tov Hashem lakov kol ma'asav. Hashem is good to all, and He has mercy on everybody. If we don't learn it, guys, we're not going to know it. We're a working group here. That's what we should call it, right? Our block used to always tell us, it's a work in progress. Bitahon is not a win-lose. It's a work, and you'll get the mitzvah for just working on it. But our problem is, that, and the Alta for Nevada brought this in his new Sefer. Our problem is, is that we try, we don't see anything happening, and we want to be Kambale, Bitahon, totally reliant on a Kadosh Baruch and no one else. So we have to bring Hashem into our life, as we spoke yesterday. If we go to other sources, guys, even though we're in the business world, we do deal with people, but really, it's a puppet show. It's just a, a stage. You have to do your best, no question, but you're not strained. You're not under pressure. You're listening? Even two guys doing the same thing. One is calm. He does he knows the purpose people I'm dealing with is nothing. It's all Hashem. Now he has a happy life because he lives that Pasuk in uh, what we learn in Avot, Ezuhu Ashia Hasameh who is the rich man, the one who's happy with his lot? Now, wait a minute. I need a house now for my kids. I need a bigger house. I need this. I need that. So what do you mean? How can I be happy with my lot? Ah. So the pshad is that not just take it on the chin. The pshad, pshad is right today, right? A person who's happy with what he has enjoys what he has right now. It's not a contradiction to needing or wanting something else. He writes that clearly in Shad Abitahon. But there's a beautiful Ruach Chaim who stims a beautiful question. It says, who is the rich man? The one who's happy with his lot. Then we have another Midrash. It says, whoever has a hundred wants two. Yes, time. The guy never achieves happiness because he always wants more. How do you stim the two? He says like this. He says, when somebody makes suddenly a great amount of money, the guy's ecstatic, right? And after a short time, he gets used to it. The excitement, excitement fades away. And as more time passes, he doesn't even think he's wealthy, you know, because look at it the next guy all the time. And he, now he wants more. Good? So he's never happy. Okay. But for one who understands that every dollar he has is from Hashem, pay attention, and we can add on this, Bezat Hashem, not only every dollar I have, every breath I have, every health I have, my wife, children, down the road, everything I have is from Hashem, and it can be taken away from him at any moment. Remember, there's no security here. There's only one security. 
Hashem is guaranteed. Look, and he won't take it away if you put there. It can be taken away at any moment. The excitement never dissipates, he writes. Every moment that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, my loving, caring father, yeah, pounded into your head, in the middle of a nisayon, in the middle of a challenge, he loves me and he's going to bail me out. Why did he put me here? We read it already together. Because he wants us to come close to him. We tend to forget the benefactor, guys. We're like that sick girl who last night, yesterday we spoke about, who went and asked her aunt uh, for, for lunch or for dinner. Or the, the slave that has a, a sign on his neck down the $50 million mansion that he works in. Could you give me lunch? It's an embarrassment for his boss. Our boss, we became independent. Nah, I'm, you know, I'm okay. I'm independent. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Look what he says here. He says he's always happy and close to Hashem because he knows it can be taken away from any moment. And therefore, he knows it's a chesed and excitement never dissipates. Every moment that Hashem allows you to retain anything you have, health, wealth, children, whatever it is, it's a reason for celebration, Rav Chaim from Lodge writes. Such a person is so happy and thankful what he has, listen to this, that he never desires more. That is a truly wealthy man. Now, we'll add... Does it mean, even if he did desire more, you can live in the moment in the bracha for today. Pay attention to deep thought, right, guys? He's saying <clears throat> over there, he's happy and thankful what he has, and he's joyful all the time, that as if he never desires any more. That's a truly wealthy man. But even if you could desire more, but it, um, it doesn't take me out of today. I, that's down the road, but right now I'm counting my blessings, I'm living with Hashem because I know Hashem is there for me I know He's a guarantee and you have to be absolute in your conviction that HaKadosh Baruch Hu can, will, wants to whether I deserve and no deserve and Chavot writes and Shadabit Tahon and you, not only do you know that He's going to help me but Hashem also will keep His pledge to give me more than the letter of the law more than I'm having relying on Him for so when I know this, I'm going to come to complete confidence and peace of mind that will mean, meet all my needs. What's hard for us guys is it's tomorrow. How am I going to do it? So we're banged up. But if I knew who Hashem was and my beat the horn is rock solid, he told you, you will have tranquility, peace of mind, and no worries. Okay. Now, if you have what you need for tomorrow, you should be really ecstatic and then spreading it to other people. So he gives a summary there, the uh, Madragas Adam. Again, everybody should get that book. My friend Yitzi has put it out. Arts grow, Darchea Bitahon. It's uh, sweet as sugar. He writes, we must set ourselves unwaveringly on the path of Bitahon and rid ourselves of concern for tomorrow. Remember, we've been speaking about the Yitzhahara, that uh, fiend who's in our brain. He gets you on tomorrow. How is it done, he writes? Despite all our striving to improve and our study of Bitahon and its powers, we find we still can't escape the vicious cycle described in the previous chapter. What is that? We lack, we can, what can a person do to allow Bitahon to totally take over his life? And then he brought the story of the clay miner who heard one shmoos in the Ashik. This clay miner knew nothing, guys. He didn't know the uncertainties and the questions that surround the uh, path of Bitahon, right? He heard something, he took it to heart, and he, boom, he got it. And the students from the Ashik went to him because they're always worried and figuring, you got to take it short and sweet, guys. Hashem loves me. I'm going to start speaking to him, but we don't. We go to plan B. We don't trust him, and it's disgusting. It's scary. He's my father. Where are we holding? 
Guy prays three times a day, learns Gemara for four hours, right, and goes to people to get money, loans, this, that. What are you, out of your mind? That's a, a slap in Hashem's face. Oh, yeah, it is. Sure it is. Of course. What are you giving Hashem, a half-baked apple? What are you doing? Hashem wants us to rely. That is the ultimate relationship. As the Rabbeinu Yonasa says, HaMadregot HaElyonot in Yirat Shamayim. So, if you don't only rely on Hashem like a servant relies on his master, meaning he has no other contacts, remember that, guys, we have a lot of contacts. We have a lot of ways to help Hashem. It's okay. Hashem will put you in the hands that you rely on. No problem. So you'll make ends meet by borrowing from people. By co- Where's your dignity? What do you use? Where's your... Where's your uh, you're the king's son. Where, where's your... Disposition, where's your, where, I don't understand. It, we don't care about us. It's a slap in Hashem's face. When we are learning it inside and you're reading it and to realize how good Hashem is, our problem is he writes in the end there, seventh pedic, a major reason we don't rely on Hashem because how can you rely on something you don't know? I'm reliant on my bank account. I'm relying on my banker. I'm relying on my buyer. I'm relying on my sales, uh, you know, uh, orders coming in. I'm relying on something. You don't know Hashem. See, relying on the stick, yo-yo. The man who's holding the stick is the one you go to. The more we internalize it and go over it, you will have happiness, peace of mind, tranquility, to be able to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why I'm alive by Buddy, that's why he pressed the button this morning. Not to be a gas box in Mechalel Shem Shemayim in the street and tell people it's very hard, very hard. Okay, we'll get there. We're not there yet. We'll get there, Bezat Hashem. Everybody should be Zochet to see Hashem's kindness and spread his good word. Have a wonderful day.